0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian Giant, Venetius, the Temptress Witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. It is me, your host, Ted, and I am here with most of the crew. Nellio is not with us tonight. Ivy is back with us tonight, and uh, and she's back with us fresh off her interview with Thomas Price over on uh, Sportinarium Radio. Make sure you go check that out. And uh, obviously, Amy and Tyler are here with me as well. Everybody, welcome back. It's been a, it's actually been a pretty good week of freaking wrestling. I'm kind of like, I was kind of down on wrestling, like SmackDown's starting to get a little bit more repetitive. Raw's been the same show for three months, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but NXT and AEW killed it this week, and I'm excited to talk to you guys about it. But before we do that, a uh, couple of quick cheap plugs here. Remember to go and, uh, and help out Bryce. You can buy T-shirts, you can buy bags, you can buy hats, okay? You can, uh, you can do all of that. Amy, can you actually look up uh, Mitch's Instagram account so we can give out the appropriate handle for that? See um and so you know you guys can all contact mitch norton to do that also if any of you guys uh i I know we have some indie guys that like to listen to the show um if you guys need t-shirts made he made all of our t-shirt designs you see me post them on instagram or amy post them on instagram and twitter you know um occasionally throughout the throughout the the run like if we're just like posting about a new episode we'll use one of those graphics mitch made those for us um and and he did a great job with that and that's going to be on our t-shirts which are going to be up for sale on what a maneuver i'm just waiting on finalization of that um So we are, uh, we're, we're moving things along, but if you guys need some shirt work done um, or some ad work done for previously existing shirts, hit him up because he's so reasonably priced and, uh, Mm -hmm. and all of that money, he uses all that money to help pay for all the stuff with prices, health issues. Uh, So please, please, please help them out Um, and go support the GoFundMe as well. Amy, do you have that Instagram account?
1: Yep. It is underscore Mitch underscore Norton underscore. Perfect. Perfect.
0: So I want you guys to uh to reach out to him on Instagram and get your stuff uh all handled through him because he does great stuff. Um also obviously we want to thank our uh, our awesome distributors in the UK, Sport and Radio. Uh Tyler's been doing a lot of work for them on their website in terms of writing. Uh and uh Ivy just did an interview with Thomas Bryce, uh the station manager and uh and all kinds of great stuff there. And I believe that interview, is that interview already up or is that coming up?
2: No, um, I believe it should be up Saturday from what I understand. So, Well,
0: it'll be, it'll be up by the time people hear this show. Yeah, then. that's yeah. right. By the time so, it's up. So you can, you, can, uh, you can go and find that interview. They usually replay everything throughout the course of the week. So if you follow at Sportinarium USA on Twitter, uh, they post whenever something new comes up. And if you just turn alerts on, then you'll be able to find out when they're going to replay Ivy's uh, interview with those guys, and uh, and Sportnarium has an awesome relationship happening right now with Thirteen Ten, which is an apparel company in Europe. And uh they have a, a great deal going for thirty percent off for, for all kinds of stuff right now, directly associated with sportnarium. And uh so I wanna encourage you guys to check out sportnarium dot com. And I wanna encourage you guys to go and check out uh thirteen ten. That's spelled out, thirteen ten dot dot com. Go check out everything you can do with uh with those folks over there because they have some great UK wrestling stuff on that website and uh and you guys can get everything you want in terms of uh of wrestling apparel there. Okay. So uh, with all that being said, we'll get to the CCW plugs in a little bit because we know we've got a, a lot of those to do every week because nelio is an absolute beast. He's setting up a show right now. Um, he was backstage at dynamite last night. You know, he might, uh, he might check in with us uh, a little bit later in this uh, this show and, uh, and kind of let us know um, how the backstage atmosphere was, last night at uh, at AEW because it was uh it was a great show. It was a great show and they were on the road again in Miami instead of uh instead of being stuck at Daly's place and uh and you know they had Tommy N showed up, right? Malachi Black and all kinds of stuff. So we'll get to talk about all of that in uh, in just a few minutes here. I also want to uh to welcome Tyler back to the show. He uh <laughs> Yeah he spent- I know <sighs> he he left our show early last week and uh and went to the to the figures guys podcast the bad boys of podcasts um and uh and he went and talked about all the different kinds of toys that they that they play with and uh and from what i understand tyler was a uh, was the good christian boy and he refused to model these toys for them on the show and because of that they said uh, you know what he doesn't need to come back this week it's okay so we got Tyler back for the full show this week Woo!
3: hey I, I'm you know? glad you didn't give me my walking papers I didn't get released and hey you'll get this I got 30 days instead of 60 we can get into that speaking of surprises you know Boom. Contracts. Yeah.
4: There so uh
0: so crazy 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 week in uh, in wrestling this week, not necessarily Monday Night Raw because Raw's been the same show for three months, but um, but you know the 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 Great American Bash NXT show on Tuesday and AEW on Wednesday night last night, um, crazy stuff. And for for those of you guys that are that might be listening for the first time, we film this on Thursdays and it, it airs on Mondays. Um, but wow, just just crazy shows this week. Great stuff, great yeah. stuff, and and it made mm-hmm. me there were there were spots during these two shows this week that made me remember why i'm a wrestling fan right mm-hmm. and 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 we've all talked about it off air more than on air um about the fact that it's hard to remember why we're fans sometimes right now mm-hmm. uh, you know it's it's tough you know um i I'm not incentivized to watch all the time you know uh so with that being the case um I want to talk a little bit about Great American Bash. I want to talk a little bit about NXT this week. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about, I, I want to talk a little bit about AEW's Dynamite. Uh, this one was uh, Road Rager, right? Yeah, Road I mean, Rager. No, that's right. Um, I want to talk about those two shows and, and not necessarily compare and contrast because I think they were both really great in their own rights. Um, but I want to talk about what was so fun about these shows. Um, even, even if it's just for a few minutes here and then we can get into our normal, you know, hoity toity, stick our nose in the air about wrestling stuff, like every wrestling podcast in the world, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, I want to start this thing off. Um, I said to you guys off air, if, you know, if, if anyone didn't get to watch these shows this week, the match, the, the two tag matches were everything, you know? Um, the NXT Tag Team Championship match and the AEW Tag Team Championship match were two phenomenal tag team matches that were wrestled in completely different styles.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That, they were awesome. But they were both fantastic matches. You know, um, MSK versus Ciampa and Thatcher was snug. It was hard hitting. It was filled with Meaningful spots.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, every spot they did meant something. It flowed phenomenally, and I—I I mean, I, I don't know that I would expect any differently with Thatcher and Champa in the ring. You know, um, and MSK is no—you know—no one to, to, you know, to raise your nose at either. But, uh, but man, oh man, it was just—it was—it was so much fun. It was so mm-hmm. much fun, um, and. You know the the street fight between the Bucks and Eddie Kingston and uh, and Cero. You know it was just it was hard hitting. Um, they told a great story, and that's something that you know anyone that's listened to our show for more than like three or four episodes, you know, I I I rail on AEW about storytelling and not just being spot 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 right. And here AEW proved me wrong this week with this match. Mm-hmm. You know, um, do I think that every match on the card last night was that way? No. Mm-hmm. Um, but this match in particular, yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, I think it was awesome. It got the elite involved just enough. It furthered the elite hunter thing, right? It it furthered um it it furthered Eddie Kingston and the Young Bucks having that feud. Mm-hmm. Just Ah, It was so good. It was so good. But, uh, so, so here's what I want from you guys. Um, and and I'm going to shut up and and get off my soapbox here and I'm going to let you guys talk for a few minutes here. I want to know, um, from these two shows, what you came away from just going, damn, this is a good show. Right. And I'm going to start with draft Amy.
1: Okay. So I don't know if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about like, uh, we were comparing Roman Reigns to um, Kenny Omega as far as heels and and like who's more over, who's a great storyline. Take out the heel part, but as far as someone who is so over and I feel like puts enough, like if not the same, but a little bit less effort or say that again, if not the same, but more effort into their storyline, Hangman Page. Mm. This has been something that has been, Fermenting, and I use the word fermenting because it's been centered around alcohol, but like it, it's been coming in, like, and he is so. That's over what he, right now.
0: That's what Ivy said.
1: A. Exactly, <laughs> 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 nah. Like I, I knew didn't was realize, coming. I didn't realize how over he was until he. God damn it! <laughs>
4: um,
1: <laughs> I saw his face. Um. Until like you had Evil Uno come out and um cut. Uh, yep. Kenny Omega during his promo yep. and the crowd just organically started to chant hangman page hangman page or cowboy shit whatever they were chanting but it was something to do with hangman and when he came out hearing that pop yeah immediately was just like oh I popped so hard on my couch like it was awesome it was amazing and so yep. I think one of the, the takeaways from this week is just like hangman is I think almost at the level at Roman, that Roman Reigns is at, as far as character development, the little details, the long-term storytelling over time, I like, and that's my biggest takeaway of the week.
0: Yeah, yeah, I really loved Hangman clears the ring, right? Mm-hmm. And he's sitting out there, and he's just waiting on the rope for the buckshot. Yep, and he just stares mm-hmm. a hole through Kenny. Yeah. Right, and he's like, and and that's and that moment, that mm-hmm. moment, told the tale. It was like. Mm-hmm. I could have had you right there. And it makes
1: you want to watch it.
0: Yes. Yes. Because you're like, do
1: it, do it, do it. And then he stops and gets in the ring and you're just like, no.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yep. He's making you wait for it. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, he's, he's giving you a countdown when you're allowed to finally let it all go, you know?
4: Yeah. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. So uh, Tyler, let's hear what you have to say, bud.
4: I'm
3: going to go back to the Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly match. Mm. I mean, I, I just love the story in this one, too, uh, to the point with Hey Man Adam Page on AEW. I, I know people get tired of these matches, but not with these two. I mean, when you get yeah. two athletes like these guys that can tell a story, what I enjoyed about it is they, they tell a story working on a body part. They mm-hmm. keep you glued. I mean, these guys with their history, Ted will appreciate this, going back to Ring of Honor in New Japan. Yep. These guys have known each other. They tag team. They've been rivals. They've been friends. We, we've seen the ups and downs with them, and it's finally culminated for, at the Great American Bash. I, I loved it because I didn't really get to see, honestly, the first uh, go-around with these two guys. So I love the psychology. Everything they do with their facial expressions, their body language also helps add to that story and they're just intense, and they were hitting hard, and it just they were fighting from underneath, and it just had all the, uh, the great qualities of just an instant classic. And part two, the sequel was uh, just as good as the original to me. I don't know if I better, it better. would be fair. Yeah, it may have been. I, I think it was better. That's true, Ted. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I have to agree. I think the sequel outdone the original here, and I love these guys, and I don't know what they're going to do after this, but if this is the payoff, I'm satisfied it's everything we expected and wanted and more I I don't know I'd love to get your guys take on this match this was one of my highlights was Mm O'Reilly and Cole part two yeah Adam
0: Cole I think is up there as well as terms Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of people that are just universally over right Mm -hmm. because Adam Cole is kind of heel he's kind of a face right he's that tweener Mm-hmm. Um. Everybody still wants. He's to He's very do-
2: versatile. That's the yeah. thing. Like he can be used anywhere, and he fits in and plays the part. Like that's, I think that's key for him.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And 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 here. So here's the thing. Um, the everybody still wants to participate in his gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. The crowd still wants to be, participate in his gimmick, so they all do the baby, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and man, it was just it was another snug match and NXT is getting more and more snug and I don't know how I feel about it because these guys have to work a lot more as they go back on tour and doing, you know, doing Mm -hmm. everything. But, um, but Cole, I think is right up there with Hangman and with Roman, not necessarily in popularity level, but in the amount that he is over within the context of his show.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Whereas I think that O'Reilly is not that over, I think that the crowd loves O'Reilly, right? But they aren't invested in O'Reilly. Right? They're invested in Adam Cole, and and that's one of those cases. And and we have said this time and time again: uh, does does the person elevate the belt? Does the worker elevate the belt, or does the belt elevate the worker? Mm -hmm, Right? mm -hmm. This was a case of it it working both ways NXT championship pushed Adam Cole and gave him the rub and then because he held it so long it meant all the more when he lost it
4: mm-hmm.
0: and so and so he made that belt more valuable because of his reign right um and because of the matches he put on in defense of that championship so So, I feel like he is way, way up there. I think he's much more over than Cross. And I'm a Cross fan. I'm a carrying Cross fan, right? I'm a Finn Balor fan. I think he's way, way more over than either of those guys. Um, Crazy stuff. Absolutely. He he is.
3: And I I think it speaks to him being in NXT for that much longer, too. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. just the fans recognize him. I mean, so he's been the face Mm -hmm. of that company, like you're saying, Fed. Totally agree. Once again, a very astute observation, my friend.
0: He, uh, thank you. He he has also said that he has no desire to go to the main roster. Which, yeah. Which is fantastic, as far as I'm concerned. Let him stay there. Let him be yeah. the general.
1: Yeah. I Let think him... that's the same with uh, Champa and Gargano. They have yeah. no real interest to go because they right. know what's going to happen.
0: Right. I've heard that as well, there, right now, yeah, with those guys. Whereas like Carrion yeah. Cross, he wants to be on that main roster now. And frankly, <laughs> he should have been because they mm-hmm. would use Carrion Cross right on the main roster.
2: mm mm-hmm. You yes, know what I mean? Definitely. He would
0: he would win a US championship or an intercontinental championship and just destroy everybody for mm-hmm. two, three months. And then he would lose the mat like lose the title to someone that like is a big freaking deal like a KO mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and go on the challenge for the for the big strap and be a credible person to do that um like I would love to see after Roman beats The Rock at Wrestlemania um I would love to see Roman versus Cross at mm-hmm. SummerSlam
4: yeah, you know what be I mean bad. like that'd be good be that,
0: would be, that would be fantastic
2: <laughs> definitely yeah
0: um so yeah so some, something to think about all right let's uh let's go to the temptress witch
2: hi i'm so happy to be back
0: we're happy you to have me
2: you. did you miss Always. me how much did you miss me ted
0: i'm not allowed to say that on air i have a wife
2: <laughs> <laughs> um okay so take away from wrestling let's let's put our little bands here um i actually want to talk about the tommy and debut like for me This is someone who I became extremely uninterested in very fast with WWE. Although he definitely had great potential. Like, I feel like he could have easily been much more, you know, pushed and utilized than what he was there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wasn't, you know, quite sure where he was going to end up, you know, once the whole release thing happened. But I'm actually really excited to see, you know, what he's going to do and how he's going to progress in AEW, especially under this new gimmick. And um, I'm really hoping that they use him, you know, properly and and give him the push and everything that he deserves. Because I feel like he has great potential to be a very big breakout star. He just was not given enough opportunity in the sense of allowing the fans to fall in love with the character. Mm -hmm. So that's something Mm -hmm. that I'm actually, like, really looking forward to. And as a fan, like, that's what I want to see. I want to see, you know, the new guys come in and, and do their thing and that character development and all that. So I think, you know, him having become so lackluster in the past and kind of using this as a fresh new beginning, let's do this guy right. Let's, you know, make sure that we give him everything that he needs to to kind of create this platform and really show us what he's about.
0: I, uh, I wholeheartedly agree. And um, so Tyler's old enough to remember this. Um, in the wrestling world. But this this debut, and I'm not saying this in a negative way. I'm not saying this in a negative way. Um, this reminds me of Sean Waltman showing up on WCW TV as 6 Pack. It was made such a big deal. And he was used well for a couple of months. And what I hope in my constant comparisons between AEW and WCW, I hope that they learn from that mistake. Cause Sean Waltman could have been a very credible U S champion in WCW. Um, He was a very credible European champion as X-Pac in the WWF, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And he was a very credible cruiserweight champion in the WWF as well as X-Pac. But he could, have been, he could have been that upper mid-card guy in the NWO. You know what I mean? Like, the NWO at any given time had some title, right? Like, the Big Show and I Scott Steiner are your tag champions, and Hogan's got the the big gold belt, and uh, Scott Hall's got the television championship. You know, like, they, at any given time, the NWO had something. He could have been that guy that always had that upper mid-card title and been really, really good at maintaining it. Um, And I'm not saying this because I think that Tommy end or Malachi black or whatever they're going to call him, I, I'm not saying that he has X-Pac heat, right? I'm not saying that he has go home (laughs) heat by any means. Um, I'm just, I I, I see the two debuts being similar in the initial reaction by the fan base. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that AEW has learned from WCW's mistakes in regards to this. Um, and we'll see. Only time will tell. Only right. time will tell. You know.
3: And, and to the point, hey, storytelling, they did a good job with the lights going out because they do like Oh hey, yeah. there there must be <laughs> yeah. weather. I, I miss that. Man, it's not look, like
1: we're not getting yeah. hit by a hurricane right now or something.
3: I know. Like so so <laughs> yeah, you can believe it. You can buy into it. But that's another thing. I'm glad y'all brought brought that point up. So mm-hmm. that that's very good.
0: Yeah, really good. The other thing I wanna I wanna talk about though, in terms of stuff that I thought went really, really well this week. Um Andrade's in ring debut for AEW. Yes. Um, really tastefully done. Didn't bury Matt Sydal, Sydal. I don't know how the hell they're saying it. Um, but still kept it short and sweet and made him very, very impressive. They made it sure to make a big stink about the fact that, you know, Matt is the number five ranked guy in AEW right now, and that da, 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 right. So it 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 kind of gave that feeling of um what's next right Mm -hmm. um and and the other thing that aew did really well this week and aew typically does this really well i i can't really remember a time when they haven't um they're really good at promoting the next week's show they're Mm -hmm. really good at making you want to watch the next week's show um at all times Right, and NXT is pretty good at that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like, for instance, on NXT this week, you know, we found out that we're going to get Cross versus Gargano for the championship, and Joe is the special referee. You know, mm-hmm. like that makes me want to watch NXT next week. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the whole Fighter Fest lineup because fighter fest is like the next two weeks right like they did this road rager thing and then, then fighter fest just, ha- just happens and yeah. i love that they theme their shows like this and we talked about that a little bit last week amy um with melio mm-hmm. in terms of like the pay-per-view thing and and you know they could just do what these guys are doing just have like themed weeks and it would mm-hmm. it would work just as well um and it would boost your ratings like a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? um but they did a really good job promoting the fighter fest stuff and weaving it in throughout the show. Moxley and, uh, and machine gun Kelly, you know, um, the, the, uh, Christian cage and Matt Hardy match. I'm super invested in that after that little package, you know? Um, and that's coming from someone that, that, that has been watching a lot of, you know, like ups and downs and review shows the last couple of weeks, not really having watched the shows until this week in a while. So um, I'm happy with it. I'm really, I'm really happy with where we landed, you know, in terms of the uh, the week of wrestling this week. And I can only hope that tomorrow night's SmackDown, you know, and for our listeners who are hearing this on Monday, you know, that, that Friday's SmackDown um, lives up to the rest of the week. You know, mm. um, I who don't who even knows? I don't even bother to include RAW anymore because RAW doesn't.
1: <laughs> who watches Brawl? So I have a little like bonus. Anyone that question. watches Sunnyside Side up? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, who do we think is going to be the four people that Jericho has to go
4: against? <clears throat>
0: I think one of them will be Braun Strowman. Hmm. I think one of them will be Braun Strowman. Um, I think that one of them will be Sean Spears, and they'll use that to continue the thing with Sammy Guerva. right? Guevara, I always say his name wrong. Guevara. <laughs> um, that's a really good question. That's a really I, good question. I've got all
1: think- mine. If you want to hear it.
0: I I do. I do.
1: Yes. Let's hear it. I think it's gonna be the inner circle. He's gonna have to fight each of them in a stipulation, no laying down.
3: That's not bad. I I like that.
0: Finger poke of doom.
1: Well no, like I think MJF would be smarter than that and make like the whole thing low. It has to be a fight. And then Jericho, he's obviously the baby face in the situation saying, like, Mm -hmm. all right, best man win. But it's gonna be like a submission match so you have to make your friends tap out or something like that i think that would be a good drama to put against Mm. definitely
0: make it a little more you should be on the writing staff
1: that's juicy i like it they they need to hire
3: you yeah they need to hire you seriously
2: but i was just
1: like juicy (laughs) that's what popped in my head when he was just like oh four people yet to be named i'm like all right well the pinnacle's too easy yeah like that's too easy of a like pick
3: but Hey, and what about the fan, man? Hey, that's a message. Don't try this Yo. at home or you will get the crap De- out of you and <laughs> well deserved for being an yeah. idiot. Yeah, Chris Jericho went old school. I, I, <laughs> hey, you never know what you're gonna do. I get with let a that of fat piece of shit kick your ass. I was dying. That was
0: great. Yeah, why but not? For, for anyone oh, that man. didn't watch AEW, this is the only you know, we've talked a little bit about the uh. About it, and obviously, we're kind of spoiling things as we go here, but you've had almost you know, you've had like five days to watch it, so it's on you. Um, but but a fan charged the ring during the MJF and uh Jericho segment, right during Judas, right at the end of Judas, and all you hear is MJF screaming, Cut it, cut it, and secu- you see security like coming across the bottom of your screen and tackling the guy, and Jericho just goes over and throws hands. <laughs> like, <laughs> And and by the way, I want to say this because I, I've been very critical of of Jericho with his um, with his dad bod. You know, um, he's kind of gone up and down the peaks and valleys in AEW. He's looking pretty trim right now.
1: I know. I was just like, is he just de aging at this point? Like, is this what's happening? Did he stop drinking for like a couple of weeks? <laughs> I think he did.
0: I think he laid off the bubbly. I really do. And
1: that's what happens. Wonders. Okay.
0: All right my friends well i 'll tell you what we 're going to take a quick break and hear all about a live wrestling which comes out on tuesday nights at seven o five p m on youtube every single week from coastal championship wrestling the c c w and uh Amy's disappearing into, okay. into her conspiracy in board. Her. It's a conspiracy, yeah, it's a conspiracy, you add it to your board. Um, that was pretty good. And, uh, and we will come right back and we will keep talking all about professional wrestling and the world that is when we come around the corner.
4: For 17
0: years, the dominant force in professional wrestling in South Florida has been Coastal Championship Wrestling, join us. Every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern for the best weekly episodic professional wrestling
3: in America.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. Thank you for joining us once again. And uh, we want to make sure that we say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that has been subscribing on YouTube. You guys have been killing it. Please remember to like, comment, share, subscribe. and and everyone that's been following us on social media, absolutely awesome. Amy has been doing a whole lot of outreach to everybody. So um, she is the one spamming you right now. It is not me for once. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody. And uh, please remember to listen to all of our backlog. They replay our shows all the time on SportNarium. Um, so go check that out at SportNarium.com. Go check out 1310.bigcartel.com to get your wrestling apparel needs for UK. And uh and you know, we are going to be hitting up some of this CCW stuff real quick here. Uh so on well, Saturday, you know, this week's already gonna be gone. So let's go uh, a week ahead here. Um you've got the comedy show that that Nelio dropped um last week happening at the CCW arena, I believe, mm-hmm. um on Saturday the 17th. Um on the 24th, you've got Breakout 3, um, and there are tickets available for that. On the 7th of August, uh, you've got uh, another batch of the brew, and you've got um, – a, there's a QT Marshall Workout Seminar. You can get tickets for that. Um, and then that night, I guess, I guess it is the, uh, is the show at Unbranded Brewing Company. Uh, so that's Bash in the Brew 7. Jesus, it's Bash in the Brew 7 already? Mm-hmm. Holy hell. Um, those shows are absolutely amazing. The crowd is always on fire. Go check it out. Go check it out. And then um, on August 20th, um, you've got Rich Schwan versus Brian Cage. Um, main event. Go check it out at the, uh, the Mid-Florida Event Center. It's It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. All this stuff. You can find tickets for all of this at ccwrestlingfl.com or you can try coastalchampionshipwrestlingfl.com slash events. So go get all your tickets for this stuff right now. You never know when a temptress witch might fly in on her uh, quote-unquote broomstick and uh, and surprise the audience. So so make sure you jump on and uh, and go hang out. All right, my friends. So I want to talk a little bit, um, about the, the ongoing problem we've had with wrestling in these last couple of weeks. And we've all kind of collectively said it right in the last like three months, we said, man, it's like, it's so repetitive and it's so dead right now. And right. Um, We talked a little bit, Amy, you and I and Nellio talked a little bit last week. Do we think that this SummerSlam will live up to SummerSlam '02 2 because of the fact that we're kind of ramping up into having audiences again and and stuff like that? Um, You know, we have this show coming up on Sunday night this week. So you guys are hearing this on Monday. It happened last night. Um, You know, we have money in the bank. And we talked about this last week. We we think that it's a a better match than it is a pay-per-view we think it's that way with pretty much all the gimmick matches right like can you imagine if we had like casket match night right like and 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 we had um every match is exploding barbed wire match night right like it doesn't matter right so it it takes away the the specialness like i remember wanting to watch pay-per-views because of the gimmick matches But not wanting to like, but if there were three of them on the card, it didn't make sense anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's a buried alive match. Awesome. Yes. I want to watch Mm -hmm. a buried alive match between the undertaker and Kane. Right. Like, yeah. um, You know, that kind of stuff. But we have this money in the bank show coming up on, uh, on Sunday. And I don't want to do predictions necessarily, but what I want to talk about is are you guys even the least bit excited for the show? Um, why, why not? And do we think that after we've seen the show that will change our mind about it? Right. Because our our audience is going to hear this on Monday. They're going to hear it after the fact. And so, um, you know, I want to talk about this from the before. And then what do we think we'll feel about, feel about it afterwards? And I'm going to start this off by saying, typically in the last few months in particular, um, WWE pay-per-views haven't been bad, right? The match quality's been great, the work rate's been great. Some of the booking's been a little, eh, but the the shows have been really good, actually. The pay-per-views have been have been good. Um, I mean, listen, the uh, the second night of WrestleMania kind of stunk, but aside from that, I thought you know everything was was everything you know i I think that the 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 shows have been okay but i haven't been excited for them right i always get excited for the rumble i always get excited for mania and for SummerSlam, for survivor series but i don't get excited for hell in a cell or for wrestlemania backlash or for wrestlemania money in the bank you know like um you know a generic wwe pay-per-view 750 you know seven hundred fifty two thousand three hundred seven, like you know I, i just I, I can't get amped up about that. Um, I would almost rather have money in the bank happen on like Friday night SmackDown. <laughs> um, and make it a super special money in the bank, and that's when some of your guys from Raw can come over just to compete in that match, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, spice things up a little bit. So let me hear what you guys think. Do you are are you even a little bit excited for this pay per view that we're gonna be watching on Sunday? Um and do you think after the fact, you'll feel more excited than you are beforehand? Because it should work the other way, right? Like we should be super excited for the pay-per-view and then like feel good about the payoff. But in most cases with WWE pay-per-views these last couple months, I've not been excited for the pay-per-view. But then after the pay-per-view, I was like, oh, it was a pretty good show, mm-hmm. you know? So, so what do you guys think? I'm going to start with uh, I'll start with Tyler first on this one.
3: I'm with you, I'm- Nothing about it just jumps out at me because I feel like we're just seeing a lot of the same storylines, same matches, but I will say I agree with you. The work rate's there. They're trying. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what happens when fans get back, and they'll be back, I believe, for this event, so I'm with you. I think a SmackDown episode would serve it better, Uh, but, uh, you know, we're getting Charlotte and Rhea, and you know how much of a Charlotte fan I am. I'm even getting tired of this. I mean, they're both great stars, but you know, we saw them, what, do crutches? What are they doing, sword fights? I mean, come on, this is this is crazy. There's nothing about it that really is jumping out. The only thing I will say is Seth Rollins, Cesaro, now I can watch those guys. It's kind of like Cole and O'Reilly. If yeah. done right, those guys can wrestle all night long and put yeah. on a clinic. That's something that maybe I'm actually looking forward to, but it's not really getting me excited. My energy level's not going up, but maybe after the show, like you're saying, Mm-hmm. I feel better because the matches do deliver at least some of them, maybe not at all. Right. So I, I'm anxious to get even more feedback from our panel.
0: Okay. Uh, let's go to Ivy.
2: Um, no, I completely agree. Like with everything that you're saying, um, I too am very like on the fence in regards to the uh, pay-per-views that are basically titled after a specific match. I kind of feel like I look forward to just that, you know, just those matches. So like just mm-hmm. the money in the bank match. Um, you know, just a Hell in a Cell match. I don't necessarily think that that match requires an entire pay-per-view to be surrounded by that. Um, I think that if they spent a little bit more time booking a nice card and, you know, getting that match well-rounded, that like you guys are saying, it could be done on a Friday night SmackDown. It could be done Mm -hmm. on a Monday Night Raw. Um, It could even be done at a different pay-per-view, like a Mania or a Royal Rumble, but rather, you know, give it, so much attention and then for it to be very lackluster overall i'm not you know super excited about it um i am just you know pretty excited and i have been a little bit excited about you know being able to see the fans being back in attendance you know the last several months i think that's been like the most exciting thing about it mm-hmm. um so i don't know i guess we'll see how everything plays out but
0: right and i don't think fans are in attendance for money in the bank i think this is yes, the they last are, are they, yes,
1: they are. yeah yeah it's the first pay-per-view it's in yep. fort worth texas Okay. Mm. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm the people in the audience make such a huge oh, difference, sure. right? That, that natural, oh, that natural feeling of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, organic reaction, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? That's not canned is, is so credible. It makes it so credible um amy
1: so on that note i'm gonna be the odd one out and on that specific point the fact that it is going to be the first pay-per-view in which fans are are like in attendance aside from wrestlemania but like this is the first time of the tour um i'm actually really excited for this match because like you have the two money and bank matches that are going to get great reactions from the crowd and i think all around like you were saying with with the crowd being there it elevates the product and it also the it 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 makes the wrestlers want to do more because I like, I don't know how they've been able to do it to only perform in front of canned noises and everything like that. And I think that's what's translating on TV and why like the product feels very like lackluster and stale. So I think it's going to elevate the performances of the uh, performers. And then also I've been hearing kind of rumblings like granted, like if I can't watch a show, I watch like wrestle talk and ups and downs and stuff. Um, one of the main consensus is um, WWE has been kind of in a holding pattern until they went on tour. So I'm hoping that with this being the per- first pay-per-view of that tour, they're going to pull the trigger on some awesome returns, some great story storyline ending stuff. Because like you have Roman and Edge um, hopefully wrapping up their storyline and then starting mm-hmm. the one. C- um cena so like i'm hoping that they're gonna start putting more effort into the finishes because like you were saying earlier ted the wrestling's great the matches are great but they always shoot themselves in the foot with mm-hmm. the booking at the end of the sh- at the end of the match so i'm hoping that comes to an end for a little like as much as it can and so i'm hoping for this is going to be a new era of uh w or yeah of wwe booking in the future
0: yeah i kind of feel like um like so when COVID first hit, right? We had like that holding pattern for WWE where like they didn't want to pull the trigger on anything because everyone was like, Oh yeah, in like a month we'll be back to normal and then mm-hmm. nothing was back to normal, right? And,
1: and they so, didn't know if they were gonna be shut down.
0: Exactly. Like, so they kept like yeah. they kept putting things kind of off to the side, off to the side. We're like, we want to remind people this is here, but we're not gonna do anything with it, right? There's no payoff. Um, I feel like after they got through that first WrestleMania. And they were like, well, shit, like, we're just going to keep doing what we've got to do in order to survive at this point. Um, They finally started pulling the trigger on some stuff, right? Mm
4: -hmm. Well,
0: I feel like WrestleMania came this year and they went, well, we'll pull the trigger on a couple things because there's going to be some fans there. But we're going to go back into our holding pattern now. You know, Mm -hmm. so I feel like we're kind of like bookending the way that we started now. Right, and I'm hoping that, you know, the game is going, yeah, please, 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 you know, I'm hoping that we uh, we get a change of pace here, you know, and the card looks good,
4: mm-hmm. but
0: you've got Rollins, Cesaro, you've got the women, the women's money in the bank ladder match, Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Carmela, Zelina Vega, um, and two more to be determined, one of which will obviously be, um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting her name from the Riot Squad, uh, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. She's obviously going to be in the match. They're obviously building her for something right now. Right. Um, And then, and then I I think, I think they're going to leave it empty. I think it's going to be Becky. I think Mm -hmm. Becky's going to be the last entrant and she's going to win the money in the bank. Right. And then, you know, it's kind of like bookending her whole Mm -hmm. thing because she gave it up. With Money in the Bank, and then she's going back for Money in the Bank.
4: Um,
0: You know, you have the Men's Money in the Bank match. Ricochet. Oh man, they they have, they have uh, Ricochet listed twice here. So it's Ricochet, John Morrison, Big E, Kevin Owens. Um, I think Drew McIntyre's in there, Mm. and I think uh, Matt Riddle. Riddle's in there, right?
1: I mean, that's a good group.
0: It is. Yeah. That's a so, very good yeah. group.
2: I mean, if you think about it, that group in a ladder match is going to be phenomenal.
4: Like, yeah.
0: well, just ricoch- ricochet now. and stuff that goes high. Yeah.
4: <laughs> mm. You know,
0: um, Belair and Bailey, two in an I quit match this time. Yes, please. Right. Mm-hmm. Ripley, yep. Charlotte, Flair. I'm kind of done with it.
3: I'm picking Charlotte.
0: Of course.
4: <laughs>
2: Of course, of course
0: where's the fat Who mean when you thunk? need it? where's the fat mean when you need it <laughs> um rain's edge I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to the one-on-one that we you know that, that we almost got at mania that
1: it should have um, been at mania <laughs> King- Brian just appears
0: <laughs> yeah Lashley Kingston uh,
4: mm.
0: listen I was there for Kofi mania right Um, The energy in MetLife was incredible. I was so happy to see Kofi Kingston win a a world championship, Um, and he deserved it. Mm -hmm. And he got him. He got over supernaturally, and it worked. I don't in any way think this is believable. (laughs) When it was Daniel Bryan, it was believable. Right, right. They're similar in size. They, they, you know, they both have a, uh, a peak and valley, slow, fast, slow pattern. You know, so like they were comparable. There's nothing about this that makes me feel like Kofi Kingston could beat Bobby Lashley.
2: Realistically.
0: Realistically, yeah. You know? Without
2: it being
4: a work.
0: Exactly, like yeah. Bobby Lashley put Braun Strowman in the Hurt Lock, and you're <laughs> yeah. telling me that like, Kofi's like. You know, Kofi's gonna gonna get out of that. Somebody so
3: we'll telling me there's a chance. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfect. I well mean, done. Eddie
1: Guerrero beat Brock Lesnar, so you never know. But do I believe so? No.
0: <laughs> well, listen, Eddie. But Eddie Guerrero's trajectory was different.
1: Oh no! Absolutely true.
0: You know, Kofi. You know, this really legitimately feels like oh shit, we're supposed to have somebody for Bobby Lashley to fight at this pay per view. Who's been a champion before that we haven't put in front of Lashley and so
4: far?
1: Up until two weeks, it was a great feud because they were playing off the fact that Bobby, like, he he has his business partner. He's not friends. He doesn't need friends. He doesn't need relationships. And then you have Kofi, who has all these relationships with, like, um, Xavier Woods. And they did that awesome beatdown of Xavier Woods in the cell. And I thought that was really compelling because it's like you're screwing with the guy's family. And then yeah. next the week after, Xavier Woods just comes back. And I was like – no, you ruined everything. So, like, they had a good story going, but it just
0: – But they WW, yeah, WWE'd yeah. it, you know? it's.
1: And I would like to uh, say, like, obviously Kofi has had his his title run, and they like, keep talking about Big E, but Xavier Woods, when is he going to get his shine? Because he is so good, and I know he's good as a sideman, but I want to see him, like, do something magical too.
0: Um. He has actually said on Up Up Down Down before that he believes he is meant to be a tag team wrestler.
1: Really? Yeah. I mean, Um, you know what? If you find your niche, you find your niche. Like, I'm not here to judge, but like, I feel like
2: he He has good potential. Yeah, Yeah, he definitely has good potential. It's just, I mean, when when
0: when he was Austin Creed in Impact, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I would have loved to see him as the X Division champion for you know year. And just let mm-hmm. him wreck through stuff. Fun um, to watch. So, yeah, I mean, it's tough. That's a tough one because I, I agree with you. Um, I think his work is absolutely awesome. And his selling is like up there with Michael's. Like mm-hmm. he can sell.
2: Yeah, he definitely can.
0: Um, So, yeah, so I, just, I don't know that I feel like – I look at this card and I'm like, I should be super excited for the show.
4: Mm-hmm. And I'm just like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I'll probably watch it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I
3: mean? Like, I, it, is, it doesn't feel right. It, it doesn't feel right. You just feel there's just enough. Right. I mean, to your guys point that, hey, I've got to watch it. I, I can't.
1: It's, worth, it's, because, it's yeah.
4: worth $4.99
3: on Peacock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on the CAC. On the cack.
4: The, CAC. <laughs> the Peacock. What All a right, tagline, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, my friends. Um, this is a good one for our audience to weigh in on. So, um, what do you? How do you guys feel? Our listening audience, tell us in the comments below. When we have these generic WWE pay-per-views um, in between the big four, do you have you been feeling excited for them before the show, or have you just kind of been watching them because we've been paying for WWE Network and it's free with the network, so we just kind of watch it because it's there. You as well, watch it. Exactly. So, so let us know in the comments below and tell us why, you know, if you've, if you've been excited about stuff, awesome. I want to know why you've been super excited about it. Um, Please, please, please remember to go and, uh, and support Bryce. And if you're an indie person, you need some t-shirt work done, go contact Mitch. You can find that stuff at the beginning of this episode. Um, Thank you again to our distributors in the UK, Sport and Radio and, uh, and their sponsors, 1310 Apparel. You can find all of their stuff at 1310.bigcartel.com. And uh, and please, please, please go and buy all of your tickets for everything for CCW at ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. You can get tickets on the website while they last, but please get them fast, right? All right, my friends. It has been another crazy week here, and we want to say a huge thank you to everyone for tuning in. And please bring a friend next time. Tell them to listen in with us next Monday. Right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, uh, YouTube, Sportinarium. So let your friends know and we will catch you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. This is our shorty episode. And the first question I have for the entire panel is Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? I don't know. I have to look him up. You
1: know?
0: It's not, not Jungle Boy. That's all I know. It's
4: not Jungle Boy. Not so Jungle who the fuck Boy. is he? <laughs> it's not Jay either.
0: No, I'm, just, I'm messing around. I'm messing around. Uh, but what I do want to talk about, and, and I want our our viewers to comment in the, in the comment section below on YouTube. If you are listening on uh, Sportinarium or if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever, right? Uh, I want you guys to, to tag us in a post at rewind podcast at W R E W I N D P O D C A S T, or you can inbox us, right? You can hit us in the DMS. Uh, just don't send us any dick pics, please.
2: No, or videos for God's sake.
0: Oh man. Oh, and by the way, so apparently I have to, I have to say this again. All right. Because it worked for like a month. Right. But, but I gotta, I gotta be, be dad again. All right. So listen. Y'all hear I have some playful banter with everybody on the show, but listen, I'm like the big, the big protector bear you know, of everybody, and I'm just going to say this point blank. Leave Amy and Ivy alone, you dumb pieces of garbage. I will hunt you down and find you and humiliate you publicly about what small penis you have if you keep sending them dick pics. So please stop it.
2: Now thanks,
3: Dad. Yeah, tell him.
2: You tell him, Big Daddy.
3: And I'll hide behind Ted as he's telling you this. Okay. He'll
1: <laughs> you'll, you'll be That's commentating right. on it. <laughs> That's
3: right. That's well, right. well, we both will, yeah. And Ted's <laughs> looking
0: at that guy right now, and he's just feeling like he's gonna kick him in the face. Oh god, I did it.
3: <laughs> and business is about to pick up. Oh, he stopped him out, holding him still all of JR's lines. By god, he's, he's already dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's broken his head. <laughs> It's like the, it's
0: like the Peter Griffin. It's like the Peter Griffin um, showing up at the karate tournament and punching the little. <laughs>
3: <man>. <laughs> oh my gosh, that, right. that's a great show. Yeah. So, so
0: I I, I want to get into this. So if you are uh, if you're watching on YouTube, comment in the comment section below at you know at uh, Rewind Podcast, mention us, okay? Uh, or DM us at Rewind Podcast and let us know what yours is. But we are going to talk tonight about what our favorite match ever was okay um it can come from any era it can come from any any organization it could be indie it could be pro it could be you know uh some dude's backyard in high school it it doesn't matter to me i just want to know what your favorite match ever is okay and uh i think because she seems very very sure of herself i'm going to start with the temperature switch on this one
2: save me for last because i'm just gonna ramble on and on but it's okay um okay so i'm gonna take you back to july 1st 2002 monday night raw jeff hardy versus undertaker for the undisputed title listen okay that match was like right around the time when i was you know very young ivy was like just drooling over jeff hardy um But having over the years gone back and rewatched that match, I've actually gained a lot more appreciation for the match. Um, I think it was a big deal seeing Undertaker, you know, kind of feeling proud of Jeff Hardy for, you know, how he handled Mm -hmm. the match. And then also having read up on it and hearing the interviews from both Jeff Hardy and The Undertaker kind of really surprised me a little bit because apparently, Um, Taker was only notified about this match hours before it wasn't something that they had planned, you know, for a while. So, um, he found out about it and he wasn't really thrilled about it. Like he kind of was like, all right, whatever, I guess this is what we're doing. It is what it is. And to his surprise, he was actually very impressed with, you know, how the match turned out, the way that the fans reacted and overall, like it kind of built a pretty, Interesting level of respect between him and Jeff Hardy because even Jeff has said the same thing. Like mm-hmm. he said that, you know, uh Taker was like a big mentor to everybody in the locker room over the years. And to be able to have that match with him and gain his respect publicly in front of everybody was a big deal for his career. So that's my match. I'm sticking to it. And now that we're talking about it, I'm gonna go watch it again tonight.
0: Fantastic. And uh well, we all know what Ivy's gonna be doing tonight. Uh, <laughs> Mouth of the South, Tyler Petis.
3: Yeah, this this was a tough one, but i, I got to be honest. I'm going back to, uh, I believe it was WrestleMania 12, Bret Hart taking on Shawn Michaels in the Iron Man mm-hmm. match. I, I can't help but I was going to go back farther, but it was so tough. Just the WWF championship was on the line. You had Jose Lothario involved and Gorilla Monsoon as the official. These guys just put on a clinic. Speaking of two great workers that could sell, that could tell a story, you had the Hitman, HBK. Heartbreak Kid and that entrance did not he come down you know swing from the uh what do you call it from the anaheim uh pond there that arena it was like he came in on a cable but yeah. I, I mean that's what captivated Simpline. me too yeah I, I had a moment there but it was great i mean that's that's just all oh, my highlights it was so tough to pick just one match but i remember that vividly growing up as a kid it just it was so impressive to see two of the greatest superstars of all time and to know they really didn't like each other and made the story even more perfect. So that's my pick. as Hart versus Michaels, Iron Man match, WrestleMania 12. Mm. Good
1: one.
0: Mm. Excellent. Really excellent.
1: Amy. So it's obviously going to be Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal in the Pujami prison match, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, <one? laughs> no No, no. No, got it. So, yeah, this is... is really hard because like so many things come to mind and so many things uh like are my favorites for different reasons so like obviously like from emotional reason I really loved uh watching uh Becky Lynch versus Charlotte and um Rhonda in the main event because that was just a cool Mm -hmm. moment especially as I'm holding my like one-year-old daughter watching it um and then Eddie Guerrero all of his matches like are classics but one that really stands out to me and I don't think gets enough credit, is the WrestleMania 21 Money in the Bank match.
4: Mm. Because if you
1: look at that, like, lineup of people in that match. Yeah. Like, that is a stacked, like, and I'm sure, like, probably down the road, we're going to be talking about, like, the 2018 Money in the Bank match and, like, how stacked that was, the talent in there. But, like, it was such a, like, at the time, a novel idea And, like, it started an era of WWE booking that, like, was great for a very long time. And it just always, like, the spots in those matches and, like, Shelton Benjamin doing the jump, like, I think one ladder to the other and stuff like that. And then, like, obviously Edge winning it and just elevating him to being finally that main event star that he was supposed to be from the very beginning. It was just it's always been one of those matches that I keep in a very high regard. So yeah, that yeah. first month of the bank ladder match.
0: I am. Um, I have a really hard time picking a favorite because especially in like the last four or five years, having access to the network, I, uh, I've rewatched a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um. So honorable mentions. Uh, probably my most my most favorite match to watch um is actually from SummerSlam two. Uh Sean and Triple H. Mm-hmm. I think it's the ultimate story in a match between those two guys. Um I think uh Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania,
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, really, really up there. Uh, I uh, I equally think that Eddie and Kurt, um, when Eddie took the boot off out of the ankle lock,
4: mm-hmm.
0: right, um, that's a huge one for me uh going back to WCW um the <laughs> the the match where um Hogan and and Warrior I think it was Halloween Havoc 98 maybe right um, right
4: yeah i, I
0: I am marked out for the fact that it was warrior. Right. And, and at that point I'm 11 years old, you know? Um, so I have fond memories of that match. I have fond memories of getting the VHS of that from the movie store so that I could watch it because my parents didn't have cable, you know, a month after it, after the pay-per-view happened. So I could finally watch the match. Um, even though it wasn't a great match it is awful, mm-hmm. but. It is what it is, right. Right. Um, But I think if I have to pick one, um, it's not my favorite to watch, but it's my favorite because of what came before it, what came after it, is the 92 Royal Rumble. Ric Flair winning the WWF championship. I think it has to be. I think I, I mean you, you think about what came before and what came after, right? You think about the the territories kind of being in their heyday and Flair being the territory guy, right? And then the territories starting to make their way out because the WWF uh, had the first cable TV deal, right? Um, and and Flair continuing his tradition of excellence. Wherever he went, right, um, and then going on to win several more world titles after that, you know, um, and it was just it was the one that had eluded him, you know, it was the one that that had gotten away, you know, and uh, and Ric Flair will tell you he never lets one get away, woo, you know, <laughs> but uh, but I, I feel like that match. Um, that has to take the cake for me. It has to, it has to, but I want to hear what our fans have to say as well. Right. What our listeners have to say, comment in the comment section. And I don't just want David and the circle of debate <laughs> guys, David. right? Love I, I love David and I love the yeah. circle of debate guys. You guys comment on us every week and we love you. And I try and reciprocate circle of debate guys. I really do. I just, I, I oftentimes get sidetracked in one of my 80 jobs and, and, but i try to I try to reciprocate as much as I can, um, but i want I want you guys to tell us in the comments below what is your favorite match of all time? You can do an honorable mentions list like I did if you really want to. That's fine. Um, you know we, we're we're totally okay with it, and you know one of us will try and respond to you if we can, and maybe we'll read off a couple on the show next week. All right. well, my friends, it's about that time. Please remember to go and support Bryce go support the go order order gear through uh through norton's graphics and that's under underscore mitch underscore norton right on instagram underscore
1: Uh, after the norton
0: norton yeah yeah okay so um so make sure that you guys go and uh and order all of your gear through him and uh and get get those designs done through him and uh and please remember to go buy your tickets for Coastal Championship Wrestling events at ccwrestlingfl.com/events, and uh, go check out Big uh, Yeah Big Big Cartel. Go check out thirteen ten apparel at uh 1310.bigcartel.com and check out everything at Sportnarium Radio at sportnarium.com. And uh, with that, my friends, we're going to say we will see you guys on Monday, where you can check out our full length episode we talk about uh what happened this week on AEW on NXT and then we also talk about WWE pay-per-views and the state of uh, of affairs for those all right friends we will catch you guys next time